Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the By the Book podcast with Mr. By the Book, Gaston LaRue. And today I am uh, going just going over the month of March, basically, uh, in professional wrestling and in my wrestling life and career. And we're also going to talk about WrestleMania. We're going to talk about the current state of WWE at the moment and how interesting all of that is as well. Uh, but it's been a while since I... I've done a podcast episode, and that is because I moved. My wife and I have been uh, in the middle of a move lately. I know the last episode I said I was going to try getting back to getting guests and stuff on. Well, that didn't work out because my office ended up being (laughs) full of boxes. So now this is the return to form. This is the episode where we get ready to go back to form. I'm going to update you guys on some stuff. I'm going to look back at the things that happened in my career over the last month, my wrestling career over the last month, things to look forward to, guests that you could possibly see appearing very, very soon, and stuff like that. So first off, I want to recap the month of March for me. Uh, I continued to defend the AIWF World Television Championship, and I started off the month of March by going to North Carolina and West Virginia and successfully defending my AIWF World Television Championship twice, uh, once against Jeff Paul and then once against uh, the monster known as Blade. Two very tough challenges for me, Uh, and that was a really long wrestling weekend. My wife and I went down. We stayed in a hotel. It was nice. Uh, I got paid well, made good money, got to enjoy Mount Airy, North Carolina, which is where the Andy Griffith show was was filmed or is based off of um, Mount Airy, North Carolina, which is very exciting. And I really enjoyed being down there. The next weekend, I wrestled Icon Lee. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> and I defended. No, no, no. I didn't defend. I won the Dreamhouse Championship from him. As I said I was going to, I stomped his face in. And now he's insisting on a rematch, insisting on a rematch. I don't care. If he wants a rematch, he can have one. I'm just going to kick his freaking head in again. Uh, And uh, I plan to, on the video version of this, uh, have highlights from those events as well and have promos for upcoming matches as I usually do. So that was exciting. I won a match by disqualification in Spencer, West Virginia that same weekend against Gary Gandy in a hard-fought professional wrestling match. Uh, And, you know, that weekend was kind of rough. I I won two matches, which was great, but I came off of uh, having a cold. So that was kind of rough, kind of rough for me. Um, And then uh, I I also had a match, a triple threat match, uh, last week against Bryant Huff and Avery Hertz. Avery being the Cincy Wrestling Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, Bryant Huff being the next gen, XVW Next Gen Champion, and I was holding both my titles, the AIWF World Television Championship and the Dreamhouse Championship. I did not come out the victor, but I was not pinned in that match. So Avery got the bragging rights uh, winning that match. He stole my pinfall, so uh, technically I won. Uh, but you know, um, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. I. It was a it was a competitive match. Both guys have been in it a shorter amount of time than I have, but are both very um, 
challenging competitors. They're both very strong competition, and I enjoy every time I step into the ring with both of them. I also had a triple threat tag team match for Ascend Pro Wrestling uh, the next weekend following uh, the Icon Lee and Gary Gandy matches where myself and Saturn Price of the Tragedy Boys teamed up uh, to try becoming the number one contenders for the APW Tag Team Championships. But we were unsuccessful, un- unsuccessful, unfortunately. But we turned over a new leaf as uh, King Bomani and Butcher tried to attack Damian Daniels and Tim Lutz after the match. So we made the save. We turned over a new leaf. And uh, I think we've become fan favorites of the crowd kind of naturally there. So that has been pretty enjoyable. Uh, and then the next weekend was a really big one. Um, so I wrestled uh, a guy named The Exception, Dalton McKenzie, at Rumble on the River in Manchester, Ohio. And we had a we had a really good match. He's a big dude. He's gonna be he's gonna do big things. He was accompanied the ring by Carson Drake, who's extremely talented and will be a guest on this show here in the future. And uh, man, he manhandled me, threw me around, but in the end, I overcame and I won with a countout victory. And then later in the night, I had the pleasure of. Uh, being alongside Brutus the Barber Beefcake as we shaved the head of Nate the Snake, who was in Carson Drake's corner for his match later on in the night, and they tried to attack his opponent afterwards. I came out with a steel chair, and I made the save after uh, running off Carson and Dalton, who had attacked me earlier in the night after my match. And uh, I had the opportunity of interacting with Brutus the Barber Beefcake what a sweet guy, great guy. If you look on my Instagram and my social medias, you'll find photos uh, of of us shaving the head of Nate the Snake, which is wonderful. Uh, Brutus was a was a wonderful guy. That was a wonderful weekend. And then the next night, myself and the hot mother lover, Jaden Jett, wrestled in Cleves, Ohio for Battle on the Border. And, man, we had a war, dude. And it, it was a great match. Um, the crowd was super into it. They were super into both of us. The, you know, we killed it, man. Uh, we went 17 minutes, had a great 17 minute match that I think was, I think was awesome. Uh, super high spots. You know, I, I started doing a diving headbutt. Whether that's smart or not, I don't know, but man, I really enjoyed this match. It's one of my favorite matches I've had this year. And it was one of my favorite matches of March period and maybe my favorite. Um, It was just a big weekend for me. Then I had that triple threat that I mentioned earlier with Bryant Huff and Avery Hertz. And then uh, this past weekend, I uh, sat at home. Um, Well, I didn't sit. Uh, my wife and I made our move. We we made our move, and it just happened to be Mania weekend, so I, you know, didn't take any bookings or anything because we were moving, uh, and I wanted to be I wanted to be here to get to get the move done and over with, and um, I wanted to be able to support my wife through that as well. So we uh, we completed our move, and we got to watch WrestleMania, which I you know I don't hardly get to just sit down and watch pay-per-views anymore because they're on Saturday nights now. And, uh, you know, I, I'm always wrestling. So the fact that I got to do that was very enjoyable. And I loved night one of WrestleMania. 
um night two not so much uh outside of that gunther sheamus and drew mcintyre match which was fantastic uh what i loved that match that match was awesome so yeah i you know won a championship this month i had some great a great collection of matches this month and you know i enjoyed wrestlemania night one more than night two um I, I make a list of, and I think I've mentioned this on a podcast before, I make a list every year now of matches that I enjoyed from that specific year, and I try to get to the top 100. Like, hopefully there's 100 matches that I liked that year. Uh, there's been quite a few that I've really liked this year. But some standouts from night one for me were um, definitely uh, Dom Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. That was great. Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins was so fun, so good. Rollins is incredible. He can have a great match with a broomstick. Um, then the two obvious standouts, though, were Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And the main event, which was Sammy and Kevin against the Usos, such a good match. Great storytelling. I love tag team wrestling. I hold it close and near and dear to my heart. And then night two was probably the triple threat match um, for the Intercontinental Championship, and as well as the main event, Cody and Roman, despite the ending. And that brings me to the current state of the WWE, which I don't want to comment too much on it because, you know, there's a lot of negativity around it right now already, as it is, and what I am going to say isn't going to be anything profound, but... I think it's a shame at how downhill within 48, 72 hours, whatever it's been, how downhill it's gone. Obviously, Vince McMahon is back after the after Endeavor acquired WWE and they're doing a WWE and UFC merger. Vince McMahon is back and it shows it was the worst Raw after WrestleMania ever, like literally the worst. Brock Lesnar is back in the fold. He's going after Cody. I, you know, I've not, I've expressed that I'm not a huge WWE fan of their product. I want to work there someday. I would love to work there someday. That's the obvious dream. Wrestling on WrestleMania someday is the obvious dream, but, you know, and and I'm not a huge fan of their stuff, but I think Triple H has been doing a fine job. I've liked every pay per view that I've I've been watching over the last year that he's been in, been in charge. Uh, Cody losing and the way he lost at WrestleMania was the start for me of being like, "Oh, Vince is back." And then just the way Raw after WrestleMania was built. And all the reports that are going around, it was obvious that he is back as well. And I'm a strong believer of someone who thinks that wrestling was better in the territory days. I think every everyone was thriving. Everyone was doing great. And Vince McMahon killed that single-handedly with a lot of crooked backroom dealings. And I think that that is wrong. Um, Vince McMahon can get credit for making pro wrestling a little more mainstream and stuff like that. But I think that would have happened anyways. And I don't think the territories would have died out the way they did. I'm super disappointed uh, 
to see that Vince is back, to say the least. Um, I think he's outdated, and I'm I don't really like outdated mindsets in wrestling. Uh, I'm trying to word this as carefully as possible, um, because I know that there's a lot of people who might think more along the lines of Vince in wrestling. But there are people who I respect where we know of all the shady things that Vince McMahon has done. And he keeps finding ways to get away with them. And I feel like there just needs to be a huge protest uh, to get Vince out of there with all the things that he's been accused of over the years and has shadily gotten to just kind of go away like all these most recent sexual abuse, sexual assault allegations and everything. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I just think something needs to be done about Vince McMahon and he needs to go away. I don't think that the wrestling world uh, needs Vince, Vince McMahon anymore. Not nowadays at all. So, now, so I was going to say we don't need WWE. I like the WWE. I just don't think we need Vince McMahon in charge of it anymore. So with that with that being said, I'm going to go on to more positive things. Um, another thing that I watched this weekend was uh, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. Fantastic show. Oh, my gosh. I liked it almost. I liked it more than WrestleMania Night 2. That's for sure. Um Supercard of Honor was incredible, incredible show. Claudio and Eddie Kingston had an amazing match. The latter match was insane. Um, my thoughts and prayers are with Dante Martin as he very clearly broke his leg. Uh, that was rough. Commander and El Vikingo, uh, Vikingo uh, killed it. Um, gosh, I know I'm missing something. Ring of Honor was was an incredible show. There were a lot of incredible shows. WrestleMania weekend. And also, I am just looking towards the future for WrestleMania 40 next year in Philly. Uh, it's the closest that a WrestleMania has been to me in a long time. It's the first WrestleMania uh, since 34. That'll be like an actual reasonable driving distance. So I'm very excited and I am looking to get booked next year. So, hey, promoters listening to this, uh, book me. So, I'm very excited for WrestleMania next year. I think there is, uh, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm, pieces that I'm trying to put in play right now that could lead to me getting booked possibly numerous times next year on Mania Weekend, I'm hoping. And... You know, I just want to be down there. I want to be back at WrestleMania. I've been to two WrestleManias. I've been to 30, uh, 34 and 37. So, you know, I'm keeping the three-year gap tradition up. <laughs> um, so I'm, gonna, I'm ready to go to WrestleMania 40. Very excited. I hope that it's wonderful. I hope it's huge. I hope there's it's an amazing weekend um, for Midwest wrestlers, East Coast wrestlers, everyone alike. Um I just want to see tons tons of promotions running down there. There it doesn't seem like there were as many in LA this year. Um, maybe because of expenses or or whatever. Um Pennsylvania, I want to see a lot of people running. 
I want to see a lot of people wrestling down there, a lot of people that I know and love wrestling down there, and I think it's reasonable. I think the Midwest has some of the best talent possible, and Pennsylvania is kind of in that middle ground. Like, they're on the East Coast, but, like, I know they have, like, a lot of Midwest talent. So if we can just, like, get a nice cross, maybe, like, someone does an East Coast versus Midwest stuff in there. Um, Yeah, man, I'm so excited. I'm pumped for WrestleMania next year. Uh, and in the next segment of the podcast, I'm going to play promos for some of my upcoming matches. Uh, the Saturday night, April 8th, I will be making my EPW debut, my Elite Pro Wrestling debut in Odin, Indiana against Mr. Broadway, Kendall Fire, someone who I've wrestled before and had I had one of my best and favorite matches with last year, but I'm going to beat the crap out of him. And so I'm going to play my promos for, for any upcoming matches that I have as well as on the video version, I will be playing uh, highlights from some of my recent stuff in March so that everyone can kind of catch up, everyone can kind of follow what I've been doing, what I've been up to, and then I will wrap up the show. (sighs) You know, this isn't one of those times where I sit down and I cut an arbitrary promo for a specific opponent or a specific match or a specific show, this is one of those times where I sit down and I just want to talk to you. And I'm going to sit down and talk to you because I have a couple of things I want to address. Just as me, as a person, as Mr. By the Book, Gaston LaRue, you see these championships on my shoulders. You see these championships hold a lot of power because these championships I can defend anywhere in the country and anywhere in the world. And you see, I am a fighting and defending champion. And you see, I sit here and I ponder and I look out this window. I look onto the horizons and the bigger things that are coming up in the next couple of months for me. And I want to defend these titles. I want to go places. I want to go everywhere. And you see, I am prepared to do that. I am equipped to do that. You see this championship on my shoulder. It is the Dream House Championship. I will defend this championship anywhere I go. And you see, this is the AIWF World Television Championship that I have been defending successfully upon three months, coming upon four. And you see, the similarities in these titles is that they are traveling championships. And I am prepared to defend them anytime, any place against anyone. And I will defend them at the same time. Not only do these championships make me a traveling champion, but they make me the king of multimedia, the television champion, this championship, which represents ESPN 1530, what represents the dream house. And you see, when I step into the ring, I am holding up multimedia. I am holding up the fact that I am the king and that I am the best that professional wrestling has to offer. I am the defender of pro wrestling. I am Mr. By the Book. And when I defend these championships, you better be prepared to lose 100% by the book. So if you're prepared to step up to me, you better step up and step up ready to fight. April 8th, Elite Pro Wrestling, I make my debut, and while I am making my debut, I am not unfamiliar with my opponent. 
Because Mr. Broadway, this is not your first time on Broadway starring as the antagonist to the Gaston LaRue story, now is it? You see, Kendall Fire, the last time we wrestled was at Hybrid Championship Wrestling last summer, who are also a part of the Midwest Collective on May 27th. And I defeated you last summer, Mr. Broadway. And it is fitting that we talk about the Midwest Collective. Because you have a big title opportunity coming up at the Midwest Collective. Heck, you're signing a contract for it on April 8th. The same night that you are wrestling me. So that makes me worry a little bit, Mr. Fire. Are you overlooking me? And if you are, it's going to be the gravest mistake of your life. Because if you overlook me... I'm going to be the one stepping into that EPW Heavyweight Championship match at the Midwest Collective because I'm going to break those jazz hands to where they can't even sign that contract, to where they can't even punch, to where they can't even touch anybody and they can't even shake around anymore. You see, Mr. Fire, there is a reason why I have two championships behind me that are traveling championships that I defend all across the country. And if you think for a second that you're going to overlook me, you better think again. Because when I defeat you in my debut at Elite Pro Wrestling in Odin, Indiana on April 8th, you better think again. Because when I defeat you, it's going to be 100% by the Supreme Wrestling fans. It is Mr. By the Book, Gaston LaRue, and I know it has been quite some time since I have been there. I am missing you all. You are my home away from home. But you see, I got some business to attend to, and I want to update you on what I've been up to while I've been gone and where you can see me coming soon. And... You know, as you see, I have two titles on my shoulder. This is the Dreamhouse Championship, and I won this in, in the time that I have been gone. But this isn't about this. This is about this. This is about the AIWF World Television Championship. You all saw me win at our home of 2520 Lanier Drive in Madison, Indiana on December 30th, 2022 from Leon Elliott. I won this championship, and you all see me defending across the country. But you see, there's one show coming up that I'm particularly interested in. That is May 12th. Supreme Wrestling Next Level from Shaw Memorial High School. And last year at Next Level, it was a little earlier in the year, but I won the Supreme Heavyweight Championship from Aaron Williams, a Next Level talent. And as you know, my goal is just to be the best Next Level talent that I can be. That's why I travel all over the country. That's why I travel all over the place. That's why I win other championships. That is why I'm not, I've not been there. But I want to challenge a Next Level talent. A man that I've faced since November of 2020. And I, while I won, it was a bit of a tarnished win. At that time, I was a part of Custom Made. I was a bit of a scoundrel, as I need to remind you, but I have changed. I'm a changed man since then, and I want to prove myself against the best in the entire world, and that is why I am challenging to a match for the AIWF World Television Championship on May 12th, Supreme Wrestling Next Level. I am challenging a next-level talent in Jason Kincaid. 
Jason, I want this match, but I must warn you that if you accept my challenge, that you will lose. And when you lose, it'll be 100% by the book. Television champion from Shreveport, Louisiana. He is Mr. By the Book,
television champion and Gaston all business tonight a lot of talk I I would rather follow the house of the leader of the house of LaRue is we are immediately getting into it a oh shot from Icon and Gaston was normally, a normally a jovial and have some have a good time all business all aggression He's out here, he's, he's putting the uh, Icon Lee, invoking the, invoke, not even letting Icon Lee. You don't do that. It, it's, those are fighting words, if you will. Icon trying to fight back, but Gaston, now he's on the Ric Flair chapter and his chops. Man, that would have been a three count. It's over, it's done, but not Icon Lee. This man has been a, the Dreamhouse champion for months there of Icon Lee. All right. Oh, it's Lee gets reversed on. Gaston up and over. But Icon shoves him right in the back. Ducks. Both men out. Oh, they go for the cross. Bottles right there is hooking him up. Oh, big throw from Absolutely. I mean, not only is this a championship match here for the Dream. Up. One more thudding chop. Blocks it. No. Oh, Big suplex on the outside for Gaston LaRue! Oh! Ooh! A block out of the painting. He has a long CVS, long receipt for Gaston. Oh! Suplex of 
his own. Holds oh, and wow. rolls through. That's number two. two. We got number three. Oh, stalling. No. Gaston fights out of it. Stalling vertical suplex of his own. Looks to try to drape. Springboard. Icon following back, but Icon not necessarily getting the best of these. She's drums earlier, and now Gaston just directly stomping through Icon Lee. God, he's their job buster. Face plant goes Gaston. One, two, champion. Oh, Icon driving down, but no, Icon slips out. Electric trap position, Gaston in a bound. Oh no, roll over, roll through. Gaston holds it. Oh my god, oh my Look god. Looking for that double leg crab. Roll it through. Sink it in. Oops. Oh, oh my god, Gaston. The knee into the big leg. Slips the leg and drives that knee right into the back, and Icon has to tap. You say Walls of LaRue is more like a tamer. You don't go after
Thank you guys for watching and listening to all of that. I hope you enjoyed the promos. If you're watching the video version, I hope you enjoyed the highlights from my previous matches. And I hope that you keep keep up with me on all the social medias. Gaston at Gaston LaRue on Twitter, at Pro Wrestling Gaston on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Gaston LaRue as well. I hope you guys all have a wonderful day. And I hope you can continue doing things 100% by the book.